So now it's our great pleasure to practice metta meditation for the next period of time. And I will take a few minutes to introduce it because it is a very different practice than the one we've been doing so far as far as the technique goes. So this word metta is usually translated as loving kindness. It can also be translated as loving friendliness or unconditional love or unconditional goodwill. So you can choose whichever word works for you uh, and helps you to feel relaxed about doing the practice. What we're doing with this practice is contacting our innate ability to be kind or to feel love or to wish well to ourselves and others. And this is, as Greg said last night in his talk, this is um, part of our makeup. This is an innate quality that we all have. Sometimes it's kind of covered over with uh, this and that, (laughs) basically attachment and aversion and delusion. Um, But we're, we're trying to touch that place and then we're encouraging it to grow. We're encouraging it to develop. We're stretching the capacity of the heart, you could say, to be open, kind, under any conditions, any circumstances. So when we do metta meditation, at times we're going to actually feel that quality of, of warmth, kindness, wishing well, openness. And then at times we might feel something else. So just to know that it's called a purification practice. So sometimes we'll feel metta, and then sometimes we'll, we'll feel that what actually blocks our hearts, what, what gets in the way of this natural feeling that we have of love or kindness. And so whatever happens, uh, it's, it's really an exploration of the heart. We're, we're deepening our understanding of the heart, stretching its capacity, understanding where it gets tangled, and deepening that that feeling of, of kindness. So the way that we do this practice is, first of all, throw out all the other instructions. <laughs> uh, it's, it's different. <coughs> what we will do is we will be going through a series of people, starting with the easiest and, and progressively getting more difficult as the days go on. And we bring to mind an image or a sense of that person. And then we extend kindness from the heart. And we can do that either wordlessly, or we can do it with a series of phrases that are meant to prompt the heart, to kind of help it remember that feeling of kindness. And we we say these are metta wishes. I will be giving the instructions as we go along and saying the phrases. I'll just mention them briefly right now. The traditional ones are, may you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be strong and healthy. May you take care of yourself easily and joyfully (coughs) while living in this world. And so these are like wishes that are like the deepest thing you could wish somebody. And they're meant to prompt that sense of kindness in the heart. It's important to understand that they're not um, 
it's not like we're trying to make these things happen. Like we pick somebody, may you be happy, and then like the intention is somehow we're going to make them happy with this wish. It's actually meant the exploration is the opening of our heart under any conditions. So we may wish somebody, may you be happy, and we know that that person isn't always going to be happy because that's the way life is. But we still wish it. That's kind of the paradox of loving. The paradox of loving is wishing the best for somebody, connecting deeply with them, and understanding that, that life is going to be full of joy and sorrow and that they're going to have the whole catastrophe, as it said, and that um, we may wish many things for them and they have their own path, their own destiny, and we can't control that. So, so love, love is so challenging for, for that reason. And so sometimes when we're doing metta, we'll watch attachment or control come in. May you be happy and peaceful. I so want you to be happy. And then, you know, it's like the, may you be happy and peaceful. I so want you to be happy. It's actually the heart closing down in attachment. So you watch that. We're understanding the difference between unconditional love and conditional love. And you, you may see both in, in this practice. So it's not like if you see it get conditional, if you see attachment or expectation or self-centered love come in, it's not like you're doing it wrong. You're actually doing it right because you're, you're understanding the heart. You're seeing how the heart works. And then you're, you're prompting the heart like to be like this rather than like this. And it, you're going to feel both. So traditionally, the easiest category is ourselves. And uh, in the West, we often find that's not true. Um, But we start there anyway. (laughs) Have to start somewhere. And for many of us, just spending lots of time doing metta for ourselves is enormously helpful. It it encourages that sense of kind-hearted awareness that we've been developing here. There seems to be an epidemic of self-judgment among many, many people who come to meditate. And um, you could say this wishing yourself well is an antidote to that. It's like, may I be happy, just kindly. May I be safe. May I be strong. It's just, shh, just kindness. And so we'll, 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 we'll do that. And then you might find something else happens. My teacher jokingly says, you know, first time she did metta for herself, may I be happy. Bad chance that's ever going to happen. <laughs> may I be healthy. Yeah, right with all my allergies. <laughs> you know, it's like, so sometimes you will hear some commentary. It does happen. <laughs> and with metta, we just say, thank you for sharing. <laughs> you know, we just kind of put it aside. Come back to the intention to wish ourselves well. We don't give it a lot of energy, you know. It can be there, it can arise, but we come back to, may I be happy. Um, And then, so today we'll do a lot with ourselves, and then we'll choose what's called the benefactor or the easy person. And so I'm going to give you a moment now to think of who that might be. And that's the easiest person you can think of to love. Easiest person or being. It's not always the person closest to you. Because sometimes the person closest to you, it gets more tangled. You know, self 
self-centered love enters, you know. I'll love you if you wash the dishes or <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> I'll love you if you love me back. I'll love you if you quit that annoying habit. You know, it, it's it, it so um you can just take a moment. Sometimes traditionally it's a benefactor, somebody who has been helpful to you. Um an elder maybe or sometimes children. Not always your own because again a lot of attachment can come in, but sometimes a niece or a nephew or a grandchild or um, sometimes they're very easy to choose as meta beings because you know, or babies. You know, you see a baby, and you know your heart just naturally wishes them well. Um, some people use their pets. Pets, we tend to have our most unconditional love for our pets. Not a lot of judgment enters there usually. So you can just think, and then when we're doing it, if the easy person you chose starts getting sticky and tangled. You'll know what I mean. It starts getting emotional in a kind of sticky way. Then um, choose somebody easier. So sometimes you audition a few people (laughs) to find your easiest, easiest person. So metta, don't like, don't sit down and start with, okay, this relationship, I really want to heal it. I'm going to choose this one. That um, that's not how we do metta. The way we do metta is we start really easy to really remind the heart of what that feeling is, to really just uh, soak and marinate in it. We really want to just really strengthen it, and then we take it to what's more difficult, which may be the closest people to us, or maybe the traditional enemy <laughs> or the annoying person. And um, so we start self, easy person, good friend and family, Neutral person, difficult person. That's the the progression. But we're only doing today self and easy person. I think that's enough intro. I love metta meditation. The other possibility is you won't like it. Um, When I first started this practice, I didn't like it. I wouldn't do it. For eight years, I refused to do metta meditation. When they would do this sitting in the hall, I wouldn't come. So if you don't like it, that's okay too. You know, and after a while, I, I finally did really, really come to love it, and uh, found that it really makes the heart both strong and gentle. Fabulous combination, a strong and gentle heart. I was used to a, a strong and hard heart, <laughs> you know. So I learned a strong and gentle heart. So, so let's just. Uh, do it. It's really good to be very comfortable for metta meditation. Feel free to move to chair if you want to, um, because it's hard to wish well if your body's in a lot of pain. So comfort is of the essence with metta meditation. And so we can start by connecting with our body sitting. And we can even appreciate this body, no matter whether it has pain or illness, challenge. Appreciate it for all that it does, because actually it works quite well. If you're here, it's working quite well. It's eating and digesting, sleeping, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. So we can appreciate this body for all the hard work it does so well.
And as Greg suggested at the end of the sitting this morning, we can also appreciate ourselves for our good qualities. The proximate cause of metta arising is seeing the good in oneself or others. So seeing the good is what causes metta to arise. So we can take a moment to appreciate our strengths, our commitment, the very cool fact that we have chosen to spend five days developing heart and mind, And then from that place of appreciation, feeling the heart center. If you want, you can put your hand on your heart. Noticing from a place of appreciation what happens to the heart. We can also call forth kindness. And then we can let that feeling of kindness flow throughout our body. To the head, down the arms, down the torso and the legs. It's like showering ourselves in metta, kindness. The sense of wishing ourselves well, no matter what. letting it seep into all the cells. Everything welcome. Everything included. And if you find the phrases supportive, you can use them too. May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be strong and healthy. May I take care of myself easily and joyfully while living in this world. Letting these unconditional wishes of well-being spread throughout the body. Or you can use short phrases. May I be happy. May I be safe. May I be healthy. And if any one phrase trips you up, don't use it. Just use the ones that bring ease. (coughs) 
May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be strong and healthy. May I take care of myself with ease and joy. alternative way you can try doing metta for yourself is to bring to mind somebody you know cares about you deeply and holds you in the highest regard. Maybe somebody who has shown you kindness. And you can imagine them sending metta to you. You can have an image or sense of them sending you these blessings. And you can really see what it feels like to receive them. an experiment. Anytime the mind gets distracted in any way, it's just simple. We let it go and come back to the intention to wish ourselves well. And even just having that intention is a very beneficial, wholesome action. Even if we don't feel a whole lot, just saying to ourselves, may I be happy, is a wholesome, helpful thing to do. It has what we call um, positive karma attached to it. It's better than thinking about what's for lunch. It has more positive karma with it. May I be happy. May I be safe.
if you're enjoying sending metta and receiving metta for yourself, you can continue. Or if you want, at this point, you can bring to mind your easiest person or being. And you can get either a sense of them or an image of them in front of you. And you can take a moment to appreciate their good qualities. What makes them so easy to love, to wish well? You can notice how your heart responds when you think of their goodness. You can encourage that response of heart. Extending a sense of warmth, kindness, well-wishing to this person or being. And if the phrases help, you can use them as a support. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be strong and healthy. May you take care of yourself easily and joyfully while living in this world. Noticing when the heart feels open and when there may be some sense of contraction around the wishes. Seeing if you can relax into the open-hearted wishing well. No strings attached. Unconditional well-wishing. May you be happy. May you be safe. May you live with ease and joy.
And if the metta feeling feels like it dies down a little bit, you can return to just a brief reflection on this person's goodness, beauty, wonder. Prime the metta again. And then we'll end our metta meditation this morning by taking a moment to appreciate each other, our sangha, our community here. Appreciate how we support each other by practicing together and extending that sense of kindness throughout this room to each other, wishing each other well. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be strong and healthy. May you take care of yourself easily, joyfully, while living in this world. And then we can extend metta outwards in all directions to all beings. It can just expand outwards, limitless, boundless. All beings everywhere, wishing all beings everywhere safety, protection, happiness and peace. strength and health. May all beings everywhere be well, be free, be happy. For those of you who have second lunch, if you want, you can keep doing some more metta meditation. Or if you'd rather do walking meditation, great. And if you really connect with the metta meditation, feel free to do it for a few minutes at the beginning of a sitting. It can be a nice way to bring the right attitude to our Vipassana meditation. Or even feel free to choose another period today to do it if you'd like to keep deepening that practice. May you be happy. Thank you for listening. 
To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.